Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. Hey guys, this is Colin Watson, the HCG Diet Coach and author and creator of HG Body for Life, and Happy New Year. <clears throat> this is the first show of 2013, and of course I was going to have a show about New Year's resolutions because that is what most of us, or most of you I should say, um, probably did over the last 24 to 48 hours. And why is that important? Because um, of the top 10 New Year's resolutions uh, most people make them around the world, number one is to lose weight and get in shape. And the sad part is that 88% of you will fail to reach that goal and probably will actually completely forget about your New Year's resolution by the end of this month. And so for me, that's a pretty powerful statistic. And what do I do with my life? My life's about helping people reach their goals, especially their weight loss goals. And so I would not, I'd be remiss to not start the year out at least um, trying to help you stay, stay on track and give you some tools and tips and techniques and, and a path on how you can do that. Because that is what, that's what makes me happy. <laughs> I, I was just talking to um, a client today. He left me a message, actually. Um, saying that his father had been on the it was starting the protocol he had done his father had been overweight most of his life and decided after seeing his son's results I did to to do our protocol and he's been on it for 14 days or 15 days and lost 28 pounds and he's extremely excited because it's the first time he's actually seen himself lose weight and his face was getting smaller and his neck was getting smaller and his chest was getting was, was getting smaller and um, and that's exciting so I wanted to talk about this New Year's resolution thing. Um, because, you know, people kind of take it lightly or take it seriously, but the result ends up being the same, um, failing to reach that, that ultimate goal or those, or those list of goals that you have. And uh, so we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about why it happens and how we can maybe change the course of this year and make it a different year. Um, you know, in, in the write-up of the show, I talked about, you know, um, the original title was Dump Your New Year's Resolution and Do This to Lose Weight Successfully in 2013. And if you read the actual show content information, I talk about um, invoking your power of intention versus a resolution. And a few years back, um, I actually, out of curiosity, looked up the definition of resolution. What was this New Year's resolution? Where did it come from? What is it about? Why do people do it? Can we just kind of do it because people say, hey, what's your resolutions for the year? And we just do it. And um, and I started looking at the breaking the words down, and it actually meant to, by definition, it said to resolve again. And I thought to myself, so why would we make a list of things that we want to repeat over and over and over every year? At least that's how I took it. I don't know how you resolve something again. I thought once you resolve it, it's done. 
but apparently <laughs> resolutions almost by its own definition set you up to come back the next year and have the same list or a similar list of resolutions, um, which obviously doesn't make you feel good, especially when it comes to your weight. I mean, that's, uh, you know, a lot of us kind of wake up the next year with the with the promise and the motivation and the excitement to lose weight and end up ending that year heavier than we started. And then we have a new promise to do it over and over again. All of a sudden we're five years, six years later or 10 years later, and we're bigger than we've ever been in our lives. So we're going to change that pattern today. We're going to take a different approach. And um, and what I'm talking about here, this power of intention thing, is not some theory that I just think is airy fairy. I'm not, you know, I'm not bringing the secret into into your lives at this point. Not that I think the problem with the secret. I'm talking about usually everything I talk about on the show is my life experience or the experience of someone that I know personally. Um, but most of them are my life experiences, things that I actually believe in because I I live them or have lived them. Um, and to me, that's that's a very um, uh, solid place to come from because I, I, at least I you, you get my passion because I know what I at least I know I think I know what I'm talking about because I've experienced it. And um, so you know the resolution thing I can, you know I've had them for years and, and I can I can tell you that in most cases by luck I may have accomplished some of them and um, but most of the time I didn't I forgot about them. To be honest with you, I couldn't tell you what they were <laughs> uh, most of the time. Because um, most people really don't write them down. Most people don't revisit them again. They kind of make a wish list, and then they assume that their motivation is going to help them get to their goal, and ultimately it doesn't. So we're going to focus on weight loss for today um, because that's what I want to help you accomplish. And along with that, you'll find that you know a lot of other things come about. Um, the reason why I say the power of intention so I'll tell you two, I'll tell you a couple of true stories, and I'll try and keep them brief to make sure we still have enough time for caller Q&A we have we need that but <clears throat> before I did this protocol and I was you know mortgage broker and I was you know basically um, decided I wanted to get healthy I smoked cigars I smoked these black and mild cigars and I started off smoking a couple of them and then I was smoking a box two boxes a day and you know just kept smoking them so <laughs> I remember listening to Wayne Dyer which is one of my spiritual mentors and he was talking about the power of intention. And the power of intention is not something that you intend to do. It's not like it's not like I'm making a list of the things I intend to do this year. It's it's more about actually putting it out to the universe. This is what I this is what I this is what I want from my life. And then trusting that, that that it's going to take that it's going to be taken care of and then just move in the direction as if it's already happened. So this is what I did. This is one story. So I smoked the cigar. So I decided I was going to walk on the, on the strand here where I live in Hermosa Beach. And I was just going to walk in the morning, usually 6 o'clock in the morning, early in the morning. I'd walk before I went to work. And I'd walk in my tennis shoes and my sweats, and you know, and I'd walk with a cigar. I'd be smoking a cigar in my hand. Now, of course, there were people jogging by me in the opposite direction or walking behind me. And, and every time someone walked by me, I would have this feeling of embarrassment. Like, this is really hypocritical. You're dressed in exercise clothes, you're got tennis shoes on, you're walking on the strand, look like you're exercising, but you're smoking a cigar at the same time. But the thing was that Wayne Dyer talked about, which I just took it for, okay, I'll just do it, um, was the fact that if you have the intention and you just continue to, to focus on that intention and do what you got to do, eventually you'll, you'll stop whatever you want to stop or do what you want to do. So it literally it took almost a year of me walking up and down the strand uh, with a cigar in my hand, but one day I woke up and went, I'm done with this. And there was, I've never smoked again. It was just that easy. It was done. So that was my first experience. And I was kind of like, wow, um, that that happened. But actually, there had some other experiences. And this is where 
I really, this is when I really kind of went, you know what? It's almost scary when you actually understand how powerful this is. You know, my wife and I, before we lived here at the beach, we, we were in the valley, in the Santa Cruz Valley, and we came down to Hermosa Beach with some friends on a weekend. I don't think, I don't think I'd ever been here before. And if I had, I, I forgot it. I, I used to always go to Santa Monica Beach, and, and, and I never came down this far south. And um, we came down for a weekend. We were playing volleyball, and, and I looked around. I was like, oh, this is really kind of a cool little beach town. This is kind of cool. And I really had no clue what real estate cost or anything like that. And we were in the real estate business, and we were doing, you know, mortgage business. We were doing pretty well. And and uh, I looked back at her after, you know, after we spent the day here with friends, and I went, yeah, this is a really cool place. I think we could probably do this in a year, move here in a year. We always loved the ocean. And she went, oh, okay. My wife just kind of, she takes whatever I say for granted, and that's and, and that's it. You know, nine months later, we were shopping for a house down here. Um, and within 11 months, I believe we were under, under 11 months, but we could find one within, within 10 months, 11, 10 and a half months, we bought our first home here by the beach. And and for us, it was the huge, the largest single transaction or purchase we had ever made in our lives. And it was scary because it, it kind of like we spoke it, we looked at it, we focused it, and it just kind of materialized. And then we kind of went, okay, well, that was probably a fluke. And, and, and uh, because life was usually a struggle. Everything's a struggle. We just taught, we taught it. We're just taught that everything's a struggle. Whatever you want, you're going to have to bust your ass for it. It's just got to be hard. And there's some truth to that. But, I mean, the point is that it all depends on your focus and your mentality. So as we were enjoying the beautiful house we bought here by the beach, um, we had been here for about 16 months. Our house loved our house, had no plans of ever moving from it. I mean, it was, that was it. Our kids used to, you know, used to complain a little bit because we were half a mile from the beach. And so we had to walk, you know, a half a mile down the hill. And downhill wasn't a big deal. Once you get down the hill, we lived up top of the hill. We had to walk down the hill and cross the street and then, once we got to the beach, but going home, because they always wanted to bring their chairs and their boogie boards and their all their crap and their bicycles. And we said, you know, you're going to have to carry that stuff back the other way. Well, they would always, you know, bitch and moan on the way home about the water. And we were like, well, you know what? You live a half mile by the beach. You consider yourself blessed. And we considered ourselves blessed. But my wife, as, as you always you know, we talk about how much she exercises. And, and she ran. And she used to run down here. And she would take the same path. From where our house was down to the strand here, she'd run the strand, and she'd come back up the same street and come out to the house. And one day, she actually mistakenly ran up the ran up the wrong walk street. Just not, she wasn't paying attention, listening to her music, and she stumbled across the house in which I sit today. Okay. Now, and I'm not getting into the dollars and cents of it because my point of the story is just how powerful this is. But I mean. Just so you just give you an idea that my wife saw a flyer for a house that was built, just built, sitting here on, on where we sit today, and put in perspective, the house was almost three times more than we spent for the house that we originally bought the first time. And she came home and and she took the flyer and she put it on the on the table and she said, "Hey, here's our new house." And I didn't know she was joking, so I immediately kind of got extremely stressed out and looked at the price and then I said, and I. Literally, you effing kidding, right? So, and and she laughed at me. She said, "No, you're. you're I'm just kidding. Relax. <laughs> I just saw this house. It was great. It was, it was a beautiful house." And and she said, "It's amazing. You got to check it out." But I understand. I mean, and I said, "You're crazy." Well, by the end of the day, my mind started. You know, went to see the house. I started calculating numbers and looking at our savings and looking at what we had to sell our house for. And really, just and she's like, "Well, look, I was just kidding." And I looked at her, and I, the next morning, I said, "I think we could, probably could do this." And um. But it was still such a ridiculous 
it seemed it seemed so far fetched that it was not even it was it, it was like we said we can do it, but I had, didn't really believe it at that time. So every weekend, we actually had a little we had a little um, rooftop deck at our house, and so every morning, my wife and I would um, would listen to Wayne Dyer's uh, med- uh, meditation for manifestation, and I've been posting the, um, the the affirmations on my Facebook page the last uh, week or so while I was in Costa Rica, and we would sit together and we would do this this um, meditation every single morning together. And then every every weekend, we would come down to the open house, and we would tell the realtor, which we got on really good names with, because we were both in the same industry. We said, I don't know why you're showing people this house. This is our house. And he's like, oh, he's laughing. Ha, 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 make an offer. Ha, ha, make an offer. And we would literally, we came for, it was months. It was like six months. We would come down every weekend, and we would walk through the house, and like, hey, they're putting stains on our carpet. And he'd laugh, and, and I'd say, look, I'm serious. You, 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 people are messing up our house. You need to make them wear these little booties. And he would laugh. Um. But the joke was, there really was no joke because literally I said, okay, you know what? We love our house, but guess what? We'll just put it on the market and we'll put a ridiculous price on it. And if somebody, because that's what we need in order to make this happen. If somebody buys it, great. If they don't buy it, we don't care. We had no attachment to the outcome whatsoever. We were perfectly happy in the house we had, but this was, would it be a beautiful dream? Um, We put the house on the market and literally within, not even 20, I think within 24 hours, there was a hockey player moving from Quebec to the L.A. Kings, got traded to the L.A. Kings, saw a house. He had to move like now. He just got traded, moved his family, perfect size. He makes an all-cash offer on our house for the price we had. And then 24 hours later, another person came and made a, a all-cash offer for 50000 more than that. But we'd already agreed to accept the offer from the hockey player. So now fear set in. Because I had realtors here in the, I spilled water on my face. I had realtors here in the in, in the area. We weren't a local realtor. I still worked in the Santa Cruz Valley, and they were like, "You're ridiculous. Your price, your house is too price too high. You're gonna hurt the market." And, and I went, "You know what? It is what it is. If that's what I'm putting it out there, if somebody wants it, great. If they don't, I don't care." So when it sold in 24 hours, and of course that was the heat of the market. Um, now the fear set in because I, now it was like, okay, well now I have to move. I have to actually get this loan on this house and, and move here. Well, just to make a long story short, everything came together like it was. I couldn't I couldn't do it any any better than it was done. It was like working all by itself. And we're in this house, and we're in this house, and it's been six seven years now. Now, I'll make it. I'll tell you the downside. <laughs> Not more than a couple of years later, the market crashes, and my business goes to pot. My real estate business, you know, I was in 20 years. The market had never seen this kind of crash ever before. And I talked about this in the video I, I did today. I haven't talked about it, I don't think, at least ever or at least in a long time. And all of a sudden, everything that we had was being taken away. We had other houses taken away. Cars had to turn them in. Um, complete and utter meltdown of emotional stress and fear. So now my, you know, and I think that's why I think the first story happened after this because I started, I was drinking a bottle of wine a day. I was smoking even more cigars and that's when I ended up just literally taking in so much toxicity with the stress and the eating and the drinking and the smoking and all that crap. I just bloomed up and that day, that one day I walked in my closet and all of a sudden it was like almost overnight, nothing would hit me and I had the breakdown where I just cried and said, okay, I'm done. And I said, I got to do something, right? And now the reason why the story is important is this. It's, 
It's not the ups and the downs, but it's simply the fact that I said, okay, I'm going to do, I, I got to do something. So I, literally, at, once I made the power of intention, my decision that I had to do something, I did not know what that something was going to be. I had tried everything else, but I thought I had tried everything else. So going back and doing something again didn't work, didn't make any sense. I mean, I wasn't completely stupid, but I didn't know what that something was going to be. So the process of trying to save our home, it's the home that we're in right now, we had to move out of it and rent it out because we could actually make more money renting it than we could afford to even pay for it. So we moved out, and one of the, one of the, the management companies that had our that was renting our house out, so to give us enough revenue to live in it, I mean to live and to pay the mortgage and save and at least stay here for a while, which we thought was limited time, um, we had to get out. And so in the process, he had a place in Malibu, and it was right during during uh, Thanksgiving that we had to, I think it was Thanksgiving or New Year's or Christmas, it was during the holidays. So it was literally was, you know, five years probably to the day, you know, closer, I mean, closer to the day to where now. And we move into this, it's, I think it's Thanksgiving, I'm not sure, but it is a holiday. And we went, remember, we got, went and got some chicken from the chicken, you know, the, the local thing in Malibu, the store, and we're having our dinner, and they had a Biggest Loser Marathon where I started seeing these people having this amazing transformations. And that was when I, the picture looked at, I kind of got the picture, the visual picture in my head that was actually possible for people to look completely different if they lost weight. I mean, these these transformations were amazing, right? And I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Literally, the guy is 300 pounds and he comes, and all of a sudden there's a 180 pound guy there. And and you look and you go, it doesn't even look like the same guy. How is that possible? Well, that once again, set another picture of the power of intention that, you know what? Wow, I could actually look different. This is possible. Now, obviously, I'm not a big, biggest loser candidate, so what am I going to do? Same with during that marathon that night, infomercial comes on for Kevin Trudeau, and he's talking about the weight loss cure no one's ever heard about, or they don't want you to know about. And, of course, I'm intrigued. But I know Kevin Trudeau, too. I mean, I remember him with his memory courses and this, that. And I, and I kind of knew. I didn't believe much of these infomercials. Anyway. I thought they were pretty slimy. But I don't care. I'm desperate. He's talking He's talking my language because I'm looking for the next miracle. And he talks about this weight loss cure. And Jay and I say, buy the book. Buy the book. So we buy the books. And he was giving all the, way, all the three of his books for one, you know, the whole deal. Buy the book. And so I think, okay, we're buying the book, and, it's, and the book's going to be here in a couple of weeks, and we can find out about this. Well, the book's on back order for three months. So the book doesn't come in January or November, or December, or January, and February, March. It shows up in April, um, right before Easter. And I start reading this book. And I go, okay, well, where am I going to get this ACG stuff from? So I start researching on the Internet and find a doctor. Now, you understand that we're broke. We're living off the rent from our house. Every dime counts. I got to find a doctor, and I call it, and I find out that it's going to cost us 1500 bucks a piece to do this, but I'm desperate. And I go, you know what? If I can just get my health under control, because now I'm, you know, I got, I'm wearing the sleep apnea mask. Doctor's telling me I'm two steps away from following the family tree of the diabetes. My high my blood pressure's out of control. You're a walking time bomb, dude. You just got about to ready to drop dead. And with the stress level I was under, there was a pretty pretty fair chance that something I, I didn't feel like I just looked bad. I mean my skin looked gray, my eyes looked didn't look white in the whites. I just looked didn't look well. So I go ahead, we go ahead and we go down to this doctor and we do this and and and, and I'm going to end the story, I, I promise. But I have a I have a meaning to this. So I go we go do this protocol and I just follow it. I just follow it exactly what it says because 
unlike you guys, I didn't have tons of information, tons of tons of misinformation or different points of view on coming from the internet. All I had was that book. I didn't even know to look at the internet, to be honest with you. I was I didn't really know much about the internet. <laughs> I used it to find Google to ask a question. That was it. But um I followed this instructions to the letter because that's all I had. And I and and with my 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 animosity towards the weight loss programs period, my my feeling that Kevin Thrill was full of crap I was very um, skeptical and very just negative. And my wife was the only one. She said, you know, I did something like this in the in the 80s, and I did the ACG, and they gave you fentramine, and I freaking lost major weight. I mean, it, it, it'll work. I just don't know how they do it now, but I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to work. So she kind of gave me a little bit of – took a little bit of the edge off. But my philosophy is like, you know what? If I'm going to – I'm not going to cheat on this thing. I'm not going to deviate from it because I want – it was a weird philosophy, but I wanted to just tell this guy he's full of shit if it didn't work. I wanted, It's not like I would call him up and, and, and talk to him, but it's just one of those things where, you know, I just didn't want to get scammed again. And lo and behold, my body changes, and it changes rapidly. I mean, literally in 40, 43 – actually, in 37 days, I already dropped 42 pounds, and I was starting to see a six-pack and then did it again, and, and all of a sudden just was ripped and, and freaked out. And just could not believe that this really was, this really worked, because nothing really ever does. That's what, you, know, you kind of get used to that disappointment. Um, and then I just started. People started asking me questions. What'd you do? It's just ridiculous. How'd you lose that kind of weight that fast? And I started talking about it on YouTube. But this is the um, this is the irony of it all, I guess, or the the beauty of it all. I was pretty much an out of work mortgage broker, trying to figure out a way to make a living to save my last piece of real estate. The only the house was over my head. That actually was so ridiculously the loan was so ridiculously big that it didn't make it didn't make any sense that I would have any possibility of saving this house. Because the mortgage payment was most was more than most most people make in four or five months. And I don't say that to be braggadocious. I want I just want you to know that how how in my head, how impossible it it, it seemed, but yet for some reason I just I, out of fear, I was not going to lose the, the one thing that, that had a roof over my kid's head. I wasn't going to do it. But I didn't know how I was going to do it because making money in real estate at that point in time was was no longer possible for me. It just it, there was what I did. I mean, it, I did a special type of thing for special people, and and that whole thing was shut down. And so I'm trying to figure out how to do internet marketing and I'm seeing these guys make all this kind of money and they're claiming that they're making this and this scam after scam after scam after scam, but I'm spending 20 hours a day trying to figure out how to do this internet marketing thing. And the one thing that I talked about with passion that I had no monetary connection to whatsoever, all I wanted to do was, was to tell people that this thing, and I get choked up thinking about it, this, this protocol saved my life. Saved my life. Um, don't know how you can get it. Don't know where to get it right now. All I know is you got to find a doctor and you got to do it because it'll save your life. So to give you a perspective. I was doing videos on on you know different internet marketing businesses that I was trying to do, and I was doing all kinds of stuff, and couldn't understand why I couldn't get any traffic on YouTube. And I was reading all the books and buying all the programs and just trying to learn. And all I did is do a video and said I did this thing. I didn't believe it. Look at look what happened to my body, and if you want to, if you want help, just here's my number. Call me. I'll at least tell you what I did and how I did it, and, and that's all I got. All I can do right now. And overnight, that that video got five thousand views. Everything else I tried wasn't doing nothing. 
And all of a sudden, the power of intention was, if you do something you love and you help enough people, don't worry about it, the money was come, would come. So for two years, all I did was talk to people about it, coach them, help them, never had a product or a dime to 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 make on this. I finally, you know, found a, a pharmacy that I could send people to to get it for cheaper, and they paid me a little bit of a commission to do that. And I was like, wow, well, that's cool. I can tell people how to lose weight, give them the right information, give them a reliable place to go get it, and they'll pay me a couple of bucks. And guess what? I actually started making some money on the Internet. Not a shame to say it. I think I was doing a pretty good service. Um, fast forward. 2012, this year, and some of you guys, if you're on my list, you got to you know got to, to watch me renew my vows with my amazing wife of, of 10 years married and 12 years together. Um, we've had the best year of our life financially, emotionally. Well, I said we've made probably more money in real estate, but the point is that I'm talking about just free of all the garbage and the debt and the and the credit cards and the the chaos and the drinking and the drama and the all you know what I'm talking about just the overall best year of literally having the joy of helping thousands of people and talking to thousands of people and meeting thousands of people from all over the world um just because I decided to try something new that I didn't think was going to work but it changed my life and I was enough I was grateful enough to say I'm going to pay it forward um so the story, this, the reason why I tell you this story is that every time out of either fear or love, I've put the powers of intention together in a way that simply is that, you know what, I, I believe that this is possible. I don't know how to do it, so tell me what to do and I'll just do it. But have that kind of mindset versus the wishing mindset of, of I'm going to just write, you know say this out loud and, 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 and hopefully it'll, it'll come true, that... Um, we've been able to not only change our health, our life, um, secure our home that we're in still to this day, <laughs> um, you know, buy another car, replace the cars, you know, um, and just be on our way to to just having more fun, I guess. Uh, so I tell you this because I want you to understand that, you know, your your, your year starts off very optimistic. Your resolutions are very optimistic. And every day, a little, a little bit, it's taken away from you, and especially when it comes to losing weight. And, 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 and this, is, this, is, oh, this is what I, I, I missed. Because of the transformation, because I didn't think it was possible, and I got, and I got beyond what I, I dreamed. I mean, you have to understand that my initial wish was just to get back into my clothes, so my clothes would fit. And not until I actually started losing some weight and started seeing there was a remnant of a six-pack, I started putting up pictures of LL Cool J and, 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 and SWAT when he raised his T-shirt, and I just went, damn, that, that dude is just ripped up. I want to look like that. And then I saw that materialize. I realized that anything is possible, and that's, that's how we were able to build this business because the confidence I got from breaking through something that had held on, that I had not been able to accomplish, I had not been able to get a hold of for over a decade um, or more, could never get the weight off or keep it off, could never get my health under control, my blood pressure under control, just never could get these things. And, and it was lifestyle, I'm sure, but it was also just the confidence that you get when you suddenly look in the mirror and you realize that, that the person that you, you're looking back at is congruent with how you feel. And I think that's what makes it powerful.
that we were able to build a powerful business um, and start from scratch with nothing, literally nothing, um, and to be where we are today. And and so I just want you to know that sometimes, the, the, you know, t- being able to accomplish one thing will somehow, you know, leaf out into other things. You know, so I didn't know what, what I was going to do for a career, and the universe put it in front of me and said, just go help these people and I'll take care of you. It didn't lie to me. It was, I was, I'm, I'm taken care of. Um, and I get to wake up every day and love what I do. I mean, literally, I love what I do every single day. I mean, that's, that's the blessing. I mean, how many people get to do that? You get to wake up and work in their pajamas, you know, not my pajamas right now, and uh, help people and talk to people from all over the world um, and be able to live the lifestyle that we just got to live. I mean, I mean, Costa Rica was amazing. So, um, so let's get back to your, your, um, your resolutions and, and your power of intention and how we can help you focus on those. So the reason why most people fail to succeed in their resolutions is that they, um, they rely on motivation only. We get excited and we're really motivated, and motivation doesn't last. Doesn't last. And when people say, I need you to motivate me, Colin, I'm like, I can't motivate you. Motivation doesn't last. And they don't realize that what's going to happen when you don't have the motivation anymore. What happens when you lose focus of that motivation? Um, so my screen just kind of went. Wiggly, walk me out. Nice. Sorry about that. My uh, my screen locked. Um, you know, another reason is that they 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 we only think big. You know, okay, God, I need to lose eighty pounds. You know, eighty pounds is one pound at a time, one day at a time, especially with this protocol. Um, and so instead of focusing on the big picture and the big, the big, big number that is really scary, it's, it's exciting in the beginning. And then all of a sudden you realize, well, that's you start talking to yourself negatively and go, that's not going to happen. And you, who are you kidding? Um, so you got to you know, focus on the small stuff and take it one day at a time. We don't realize even positive change is uncomfortable. You know, a lot of times when we start to shift our energy and we shift our power of intention towards the things we want, Few things happen. You start telling people, and you got the naysayers in your life, the you know the the we call them the energy vampires that come and tell you that that whatever you whatever you you're thinking you want, it's not going to happen. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. That does, you know that's not going to work. And they start sucking the energy out of you, you know, or you start having that negative conversation because all of a sudden you start seeing some progress. I can't tell you how many people have sabotage themselves within the first 10 days of the protocol because they dropped weight too fast and it did not calculate in their brain that they were told that that just that, that can't do that. I mean, that I can't be healthy. I can't lose 12 pounds in, in, you know, in 11 days. It's not healthy. And they go, that's, I got to stop this because some, I must be some, I must be hurting my body. I mean, literally they start talking themselves into crazies or their friends start telling them it's unhealthy. There's no way you should lose that kind of weight. You're not supposed to lose more than two pounds a week. And I tell you this because you may hear it or you may have already heard it. Um, they forget to prioritize what they want to accomplish. They get a big list of things, to-do list of things we want to, you know, our resolutions, and we forget to put them in, in order of what's most important or which ones are easiest to obtain. Because sometimes having small, you know, small achievements, small successes actually makes it easier for you to continue to reach out for more success. You know, um, another one is um, reducing information overload. And this is huge, especially when it comes to this protocol. People want to research, and that's great. Get all the knowledge you want, and then once you feel comfortable with the knowledge you have, stop. 
What happens is you get too much information, you get too many moving in too many different directions, and you end up walking walking in two different worlds, trying to trying to complete something that the two worlds aren't congruent. They don't work together. So sometimes you need to just bring it down to just one small area at a time and just take it one step at a time. I think that's why this protocol is so successful. You literally are supposed to do one phase one, then phase two. I mean, literally, if you just follow it, you really can't fail. But most people want to jump to the end. Tell me about phase three. Why? You haven't even started phase one. Well, I just need to know about it. Well, tell me how to do it. How do you eat in phase four? Why? You haven't even lost the weight yet. Let's stick to, stick to the plan. And people have a hard time sticking to the plan. Another one is that they, um, they, they don't learn how to say no. Um, this is, you know, life choices and making, making, uh, getting the things you want. You know, people say that uh, I read one of the quotes that I put on Facebook a few months back was that um, wow, it was something that people um, forego what they want today, forego what they want tomorrow to get what they want today or something, something like that. You know, words, basically they don't know how to say no. So they have to, you know, instead of passing up the, the dinner out with the friends or the cocktail hour or lunch with the friend while you're on a protocol, you don't say no. Then you tell yourself, well, I'll just be able to eat a salad. And then when the bread comes and they put it in front of you, you go, oh, shoot, I'll just have one piece. And then it opens up Pandora's box. You end up having the whole loaf and you feel like crap. I mean, sometimes no is the best answer. And sometimes you don't have to give people excuses for no. No, no, thank you. Maybe next time. End of story. Um. So these are these are some of the top reasons why people fail to actually reach their New Year's resolution. I mean, 88% are going to bug out and, and by the end of the month. Well, yeah, I don't want I don't want that to happen to you. And the funny thing is that you know, and it may be the title of the show. Sometimes I title the show what I think instead of what may catch people's attention. But I mean, this is probably the lowest grossing attendance attendance show attended show um, I've had in months. And yet I think as far as where we are in this time and space, as far as the new year and the fact that I have, I know of at least over 600 people that bought products from our website over the last 30 to 45 days, that those 600 people have a power of intention to lose weight, utilize this protocol, but yet they're not on this call. So is it a power of intention or is it a resolution? And of, of that 600, 88% of them are going to bug out before the end of the month. That is sad to me. This is what I do what I do to prevent that. I don't. I probably don't have the power to prevent it, but I'm going to assume that, guess what? I'll do this show. We'll talk about it. Somebody will listen to it. It'll catch the right person at the right time, now or later. But the point is, is that 600-plus people purchased stuff from our site in the last 30 to 45 days. And now that 600 people, 88% of them are going to bug out. They're going to find a way to fail, disappoint themselves, Partially succeed, and that's that's pretty pretty bad. Eighteen percent of you, and you may be among the eighteen percent because you're just listening to this call, which is a beautiful thing. So let's talk about the positives. At least what we can do to um, maybe change the outcome. Um, First, I'm going to talk about what I've been talking about is creating your power of intention. This is not what you intend to do. So I don't intend to lose 30 pounds. That's not what I'm talking about. It's close, but I'm not talking about. You all know what's really important to you. Those of you that are on the call, I assume that losing weight this year is important to you. How much weight, being specific about it, um, how you plan on going about it, you know, but the point is, is that literally is to, there's a, there's a, there's a space you have to be able to find. Even in 
quiet desperation because most of my successes over the last five years have come from quiet desperation. And what I mean by that, that fear would not let me stop. Love would not let me stop. For whatever reason, I would not stop. And that is how I'm where I'm at today. And my wife said to me when we were in Costa Rica, she said, I've never met a man like you. I've never met a person that is so, I don't know the word she used, but it was tenacious, just committed. I mean, it's just, it, she goes, I, I just never met anybody like quite like you, that you just freaking dig in and you just don't quit. I don't know. How do you do that? And I say some of it's fear-based and some of it's love-based, you know, and, and but how, whatever it is, the point is, is that you cannot reach an outcome if you quit ahead of time. You cannot, you cannot get what you want if you stop. There's no, you know, there's, you know, put it this way, a shark will die if it stops swimming. So I pretend I'm swimming with the sharks. If I stop, I will die. So um, that's just my philosophy. I mean, not everybody else shares that philosophy. But yet, creating a power of intention is simply finding that space where you have a knowing. And I'll tell you, it's not easy to come by. And that's why I tell people, that's why I've been posting my, you know, my manifestation, my meditation for manifestation, having you guys give me, a, uh, you know, um, uh, affirmation every day. Um, a part of our, our AC Underground Revolution program is a, it's about doing what I'm talking about, walking the walk. But when you have that power of intention, it's like, okay, this okay, I'm giving this to the universe. You guys can call, you can say it's prayer, you can call, you can call whatever you want. I always talk about the universe. I believe the universe, God is the universe, and that you know, we all connected universally, and that's just my belief. Uh, and I put out to the universe, this is my intention, this is what I'm going to do. All you need is just tell me what I'm supposed to do, and I'll do it. And that takes listening to your intuition. That takes, you know, when the voice tells you to say no, just to say no and not ask why. When it tells you to go, to go. You know, there's people that almost get hit by a car or almost get in an accident or almost trip over something and they look down because their intuition told them, pick up your foot, turn here, stop now. That's what I'm talking about. So you put out your power of intention and you revisit that intention daily. Now, that may be in a meditation. That may be written down on a list in your wallet or your purse. I have people, you know. I've been told this stuff for years, but and I didn't do it until you get it. Until you until until something in your life changes so dramatically that you can no longer ignore this philosophy, uh, you may not do it. But the point is, I'm not here to make you do it or not. I'm just here to give you information, and you can do with it what you want. So you want to focus on, and if you have a list of things you want to do, I think it would still go back to prioritizing that list. But the point is your power and intention to go through that list every single every single one of them. You can either focus on one or two a week until you get to the list, but then come back, as my uncle would say in Jamaica, come back around. That means once you hit the end, you come back around. But the point is to keep your intention with you. It's not something you just throw out into the universe and say, okay, well, it's there. Fix it for me. That's, uh, you know, that's what people that pray on 911 instead of 411. Or they do things proactively instead of reactively or vice versa. So that's one. You want to make it obtainable. You know, setting realistic goals. Now, who's to say what's realistic? I, you know, I thought buying it was buying this house in the time we were buying it really wasn't realistic. The point was that it didn't matter. The point was the outcome didn't matter, but the desire did. And so... When I say make it attainable, it doesn't mean if you have 100 pounds to lose, if you don't want to lose 100 pounds, or you have 200 pounds to lose, you don't want to lose 200 pounds. That's attainable. But losing 200 pounds in 90 days, is unless you're getting you know, 100 pounds cut off of you, it's not really going really gonna to be obtainable or attainable. So 
So I'm talking about just basically breaking it down into small attainable um, objectives. So I, I'm a I'm a believer, and I've seen it. I've proven it myself. I've seen it proven now with hundreds and if not thousands of people that this protocol is the only weight loss protocol on the planet that somebody can actually lose a pound a day of body fat or more or less. But let's say it's possible. We've already proven that we've broken the four-minute mile. We've already proven over and over again that you can lose a pound a day of fat on this protocol. So if you have 100 pounds to lose, you could take it into chunks that every 30 days you're going to lose 30 pounds or every 20 days you're going to lose 20 pounds. But the point is that you know that in 100 days or 110 doesn't really matter. You know that in a short period of time versus the, 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 the last 10 or 20 years you've tried to do it, that it's actually attainable just in smaller portions, smaller chunks. Tell everyone. This is the reason why I'm building a community, this AC Underground Revolution, on Facebook. Because when you have accountability, when you put yourself in the pressure cooker, you think there's a mistake why every time I'm going to write a new book or launch a new project or do something grandiose that's new for our business to help people, I talk about it way before I do it. I do that because I put I make myself accountable. I put it out there that I cannot now be a liar. <laughs> I have to now do it. Uh, it works for me. I mean, it works for you. But guess what? This is this is among my research saying this is the one thing that will, one of the tips that will help you achieve what you want to achieve this year, especially when it comes to your weight. You got to talk about it. I'm going to lose 100 pounds this year, or 20 pounds, or whatever the case may be. You don't have to tell them how. You don't have to tell them when or what. I'm, you know what? I'm going to lose 50 pounds, whatever it is, and I'm. Going to tell everybody about it. I'm going to come out. I'm going to come on on our on our you know join our group, get on there, and become a member and say, you know what? Here I am. Here is my before and after. Stop that. I'm going to drop 30 pounds in the next 30 days, and I want you guys to help me be accountable and do this with me. Tell everybody. Um, when you hide, you don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? When you're when you're kind of in the corner by yourself and you're kind of doing this on the on the down low with your 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 workforce and they're like what are you doing oh nothing and i now i'm a i'm a firm believer that you know you don't tell people your business um because you know usually i'll just you know poo poo you to death but the point is is that you can tell people your attention your power of intention your commitment to yourself uh you have to tell them how you're going to do it um be specific in other words you're going to lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds. You're going to lose 50 pounds, lose 50 pounds. And don't cut your dreams short. Um, you know, I have people that ask them, I, you know, and I have people that call me. And, you know, given their height and their build and their size and the kind of weight they're at, and I ask them, what is your dream weight? And they're usually like 60, 70, sometimes 80 pounds off of what really would be, you know, this way, if you're five to you know, I don't care how big boned you are. If you're five two and you're female, two forty is probably not a real good goal weight. One forty would probably be would be ideal. And, does, and like I said, the number could be twenty pounds up or twenty pounds down. But you get my point. If you're willing, if you're going to be shy of by sixty seventy pounds because you really don't think it's possible. So you want to ask me? I say, what is the weight that you would make you look in the mirror and just cry? I want that number. I don't want the number you think may be possible and who you're worried about disappointing. I don't care, just whatever the number is, but what's the weight that's going to make you cry? Sometimes people don't know because they've never been that weight. They've never 
been that small. They have no idea. So what's the smallest you've been? Well, the smallest I've been is 180 pounds. Okay. We'll start there. Because I tell you, the goals change. Every time you hit a new plateau, I wanted to get in my clothes, then I saw a six-pack, then I wanted to be LL Cool J. I mean, it, it changed as the possibilities came, as they, as, they, as they revealed themselves. So be specific. Start small. Create a small goal, small If it's simple as, you know what, I'm going to get into the support group. I'm going to sign up for the coaching program. I'm going to just tell every, tell my Facebook friends or my just my family. I'll start with my family first and then tell everybody, whatever that looks like. But start small um, because small achievements make big deals. You know, I'll tell you that um, the reason why I think why this protocol is so successful is that when somebody loses seven, ten pounds in the first week, five pounds in the first week, but it's usually seven or ten, and they kind of go, wow, this is possible. And then in the second week, and they're down 12, 14 pounds. Some of the guys are down 20 pounds. And they're like, my God, this is crazy. And they're okay. So they say, okay, well, I'm just going to stick to this. I'm just going to get to whatever their goal is. And they go, I'm just going to get to 25. And they get to 25, and all of a sudden they go, oh, Christ, I can do this. And they, they keep moving their goals. So you want to start small and then work your way as it becomes more real to you. Um, and then you want to write it down. You know, what's the point of having all of the thoughts and all of the dreams and everything else and you don't write it down and then you write it down and you don't look at it. So that's why, that's why, you know, and I'm coming back to this coaching program because I put this together because I, I wanted, I've seen the success. Every time we've had a program like this, a challenge or whatever, people have had mad success, ridiculous success. They come out and they support each other. All of a sudden their fears go aside themselves. They're, I mean, the, the people that don't, wouldn't want it. I mean, our last winner of our challenge, she gave me her first, before photos, wearing sunglasses because she could not see, she could not send the picture knowing to see her face, actually see her face because she was so embarrassed on her size. And then I was saying, next thing you know, she, you know, she's not even the same person anymore, and um, she's completely vivacious and out there and, and a completely different person. So, you know, you got to write it down, but you also got to take massive action. And and so being being someplace where you can get some accountability, we can actually put your 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 a power of intention out there. When I sent out the um, video about uh, AC Underground Revolution, I said to people, leave me a comment and tell me your power of intention. I didn't say tell me your resolution. I didn't say tell me your goal. I said tell me your power of intention. People, some people don't even know what a power of intention is. You know what the funny thing is? I went on Google to do my research on resolutions and the success and failure of resolutions, and there were pages and pages and pages and pages of stuff. I went on there about how about creating your power of intention? And there was nothing. I mean, there was books and Wayne Dyer, you know, videos and Jim Carrey videos. He, he has he has a, a couple of videos he talks about power of intention, but there was no written content. And you can check it yourself. You buy a computer, Google it. Creating your power of intention. There was like no links to like somebody write. I'm like, what is that? This can't be that obscure. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Just try it. I, I put this way. You know what? Just try it. And guess what? You may be pleasantly surprised. And if you're not, then you're not. You have nothing to be, nothing to lose. But um, you want to definitely write it down, and then you want to invoke your power of intention. And I, it looks like we're going to probably not have a lot, not a time for Q&A, so I'll just run out the show this time, and I'll make it longer next time. But, um, you, know, it's, you know, Buddha said all spirituality is about revealing suffering. That really that's kind of 
what our world is all about. And, you know, I personally know, you know, basically, if you're not living in a body that's congruent with who you think you should be, um, and you failed at trying to lose the weight, you lose the weight and you gain it back, and and the, the emotional, you know, beating you put on yourself because of that um, is suffering. I mean, there are people that, that email me and, and they're telling me that they're in tears while they're emailing me their story. Um, there, it, it's, it's probably one of the most heartbreaking subjects that I, that I get to talk to people about on a daily basis is I think the worst part of it is how much they beat the crap out of themselves. But, and I know that because I beat the crap out of myself all the time. I, every time I walk by the mirror, I'd call myself some nasty name every day, probably a thousand times a day. Um, doesn't feel real good. So we want to reveal, we want to, we want to relieve the suffering. And, and the reason why this show is important to me um, is that it's going to give you some food for thought. That some of you will take a look at your resolutions if you have them, and you will maybe even try making them powers of intention. Some of you will suit up and show up and actually make yourself accountable and, and follow through with the the power of intention that you you made when you decided to go buy the products. Um, nobody can do this alone. You know what? I didn't do it alone. I had an author that was clever enough to put it back out on the marketplace and give specific instructions on what to do. I had a spouse, even though she didn't have a whole lot of weight to lose, said, I'm going to do it with you um, so you're not alone. And without those two combinations, I wouldn't be here talking to you today because if it was up to me doing it by myself, I would have found the way to sabotage it. I would have found a way to say, you know, screw this. I'm going to have some more wine. Why am I, I give it the wine? Why do you have to give it the wine? You know, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, I, would, I would have screwed it up for sure. So we all don't get here alone. And um, there's people that have success, and they think they do it alone. But guess what? They couldn't do it without the protocol being written before them, someone giving them a roadmap, or their friend giving them, you know, good or bad advice, but giving them some advice in order to get them started or sharing the protocol with them to, for them to figure it out in the first place. Nobody does it alone. And nobody should have to. You know, that's what I'm here for. I'm here so nobody has to do it alone. And so I constantly think of ways and programs to put people together and get them out of their own way. I won't force you to, I won't force you to succeed. I can't make I mean, I can tell you that the reason why it took so long to even put together a new group-like pro, uh, program was because I was so heartbroken for you know, 180 people that signed up for the, not the first, but the second challenge. The first challenge was amazing. Um, but even, there was even those people that was like still, you know, 100 people that fell by the wayside. You know, the 80, 20-year-old, you know, pretty much 20% stuck in there. And um, the second challenge literally was like a daily, it was like daily around. I mean, it was, no, it was like almost like 90% attrition rate. And I remember just feeling so bad for these people that gave up on themselves and thinking, what did I do wrong? Did I not, you know, make it good enough? Or did I, and, and just beat the crap out of myself thinking that, you know what, there was something about me. And, and my wife's like, you know, it's not about you. You know, everybody has to have being. Everyone has to kind of show up in their lives, and they have to. Yeah, that's what my friend Debbie BB says. I always give her a plug because she makes that statement. You need to show up in your life. You need to show up in your life. Absolutely, you need to. You need to. You need to make a commitment, and just love yourself enough to do it. You know, I read an article on the plane coming home from Costa Rica where a lady was talking about. She was talking about the weight loss game and and um, suffering with eating disorders and what have you. 
And she had like a little um, monologue written there, like a paragraph. And I, I'm paraphrasing it, but she said she was saying basically that our body, you know, so we all look for intimate relationships. We want we want a relationship of, of of unconditional love, and we look for that usually in a in a in a man or a woman or a spouse or a loved one, um, and really that we have that relationship with our bodies. That our bodies, no matter what we do to it, support us. They're here. And how much we abuse it or, to- or toxify it, it still functions until it can no longer function anymore. It never lies to us. It always shows us where our trouble spots are, if you will, um, that you can pretty much do anything to it and tell anything to it. And, 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 and if it has the ability to suit up and show up for you every single day, it'll do that until it no longer can. And um, that kind of intimacy we try to find outside of ourselves and other people. And yet we treat our bodies and we give up on ourselves and we give up on the body image that we want to have that matches the the feeling that we have on the inside of us. And I could I can say that now. Like some people say, well maybe the way you look right now matches the matches the feeling you have on the inside. But I believe we all truly if you you wouldn't have a desire to be thinner or healthier if you didn't know that's where you were supposed to be. It's not about society. It's not about, you know, someone saying you're 20. I, I got people that, you know, you know, only 20, 30 pounds overweight. Nobody would even know they're overweight. And But there's a, something in them that just knows that that's not where they're supposed to be. And there are people that are hundreds of pounds overweight. And for whatever reason, um, they just know. That's, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a different, healthier person inside of me. So um, you need to show up. You need to... I'm not going to tell you, but I'm not going to shit on you, as my wife would say. I'm not going to tell you you should change your resolution. You can do whatever you want with them. Just give me information. But I do invite you to, to just believe in the possibility that I got to tell you, I, it's, it freaks me out. Every time I think about myself in that closet, every time I think about losing everything around me, um, which was my identity. My stuff was my identity. <laughs> um, and I got stripped of my identity really quick, really quick. And um, being in such fear um, and quiet desperation. But just willing to take a chance on something that I didn't think was probably going to work, but you know what? What choice do I have? It literally shifted the course of my life. And just because I wanted, I didn't want to keep it to myself and think, oh, yeah, I did this all on my own. I, I just ate right and dieted and exercised, and I just looked like this, you know, 40 days later and try to BS my friends and family and say, no, you know what? If you find a cure to cancer, you better start talking about it because people are dying. Well, guess what? People are dying. They're dying of depression or they're dying of health problems, heart attacks, suicide because they can't get their weight off. So... Yeah, my stepson sitting here, his dad just passed away a few months ago um, from diabetes and heart failure. And they don't even know the real cause. You know, drank too much, but he, he's gone before his time. So, you guys, I got four, I got four minutes left. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug AC Underground Revolution only for the fact that you need to at least look at it. It's cheap. I made it so ridiculously cheap. You, you, there's no excuses. Like my wife said from you know Costa Rica, I'm not going to give you any excuses. But I, what I am going to do, though, I'm going to open the doors this weekend, and I'm going to cut the price to 70% for those that are serious. 
and I'm going to shut the doors, and anybody that comes after that, they're going to pay three times the price because I'm not going to reward people for not showing up in their lives, not being committed. Because this is you have to understand that you have when you have a group setting, one bad apple, one toxic person can really set can really uh, you know disturb the, the peace and harmony and love that comes from people succeeding together, which won't be tolerated, of course. But the point is that usually people that act last are the doubters, are the negative people, are the people that kind of go, you know, they, oh, I'm going to sit around and see if this works and if it works, and I'm just going to bitch and moan. Don't want that kind. Of, I, I won't allow that kind of environment. This is a private group where you have to be a member. You can't see you have to, you can't see what's going on in the f- private conversation, in the private on the private stuff. It's all about members supporting each other to get to their goal because we can't do it alone. So you might as well get the help, take the help, and knock out the biggest number one um, resolution that's probably on your list. Because once you do that, I'm telling you right now, everything else is gravy. Once I was able to control this body image and it matched my emotional image and my mental image and the energy energy of my soul, I'm literally unstoppable. I'm not unstoppable because I'm arrogant. I'm unstoppable because I believe in me, I believe in the universe, and I believe in the power of intention. And I believe as long as you're always striving to help people get more of what they want, the universe will not deny me anything that I want. And I believe that wholeheartedly. And I believe that each and every one of you listening to this call, who will listen to this call in the future, who will listen to this call, thousands of you by the time the year ends, can achieve the body of your life. And I say that, you know, that's kind of my tagline or my slogan or, you know, but it's, I say that because, you know what, literally, it is absolutely possible. And all you have to do is literally show up, block out the negativity follow some of the action plan, be willing to do some things that may be a little bit uncomfortable for you, some things different to get a different result. And then look in the mirror and have tears run down your face because you don't recognize you. And you do recognize you. You kind of say goodbye to the old you and you embrace the new you and you say, hey, where you been? I've missed you. That's what I want for you. And every time I think about it, my heart fills up and my eyes well up because that is what feeds my soul. And um, because I know I've seen the life changing, just it's just the energy, the freaking how these people just. I got 97. They light up when all of a sudden they achieve something that's been kicking their butt for decades, if not a lifetime. So I got a minute left, so I'm going to – sorry I didn't make the show longer so I could leave it open for Q&A, and sometimes things are just perfect the way they are. I hope that the message that I left here today lands on you in any way that it needs to. I hope that you immediately start to invoke your power of intention. Just for and for today and tomorrow, that anything is possible. And then when you're on my list and get my email about the invitation to join AC Underground Revolution, don't even hesitate. Sign up. Suit up. Let's have some fun. Let's change your life. Change your body. Change your your whole outlook just by you beating the sh- – I wash my mouth. Beating the crap out of this battle of the bulbs thing. I <laughs> uh, got a little loose tongue there. Anyway, I got to go. I love you bunches for being here. Thank you so much for supporting us. We'll always continue to support you, and we'll see you next time here on HD Body Talk. Take care. Play some music as we exit.
I believe I can fly 